Hafaday, and welcome to episode three of the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. If you're listening today, it might be because you're a regular Take Note Live listener on Harvest Family Radio Guam. Now, during that radio program, which is an hour long, we explore the passage of scripture we'll be discussing in today's podcast, but we do it between songs. The podcast version gives you an opportunity to hear the entire lesson, no music, in much less time. And it can be really helpful for those who might have missed part of the program. If you're not a regular Take Note listener, that's no problem. These are standalone episodes, and we know they'll be helpful for you as well. Today, we want to ask you to take note of Mark chapter 8, verses 34 through 38. Denial of self is a radical concept for any individual and for any society. We often find ourselves struggling with self-denial today, but it is one of the keys to successful Christian discipleship. So what does self-denial mean for believers in Jesus, and why does it keep coming up so often in the New Testament, and why is Jesus trying to teach us about it at the end of Mark chapter 8? Today's theme, take up your cross. Let's begin in Mark chapter 8, verse 34. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross, and follow me. Jesus is speaking to a group of people. Some of them are his disciples. Disciples are those who have placed their faith and trust in him, those who have committed themselves, committed their lives to following him. So anyone making this commitment or anyone considering this commitment should know what it will mean. It will mean self-denial. It's going to mean taking on whatever responsibilities he requires and obeying his commands no matter the cost. It's going to mean a constant battle with our own flesh, walking in his steps, reliant upon his strength. Whatever burdens the Christian life presents, we must take them up. We must face them with righteous character and with a joyful disposition, ever in careful submission to our Savior. This is the mandate for everyone that follows, everyone who commits to following Jesus Christ. Mark chapter 8, verse 35. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. A person that sets aside his life for his own purposes, that uses his own intelligence, his own gifts, his own energy, and his own time for himself who obeys his own desires, is soon going to discover that his life has been lost to selfishness. And instead of fulfillment, he may find emptiness. So the fear that we have of handing our lives over to God and the fear that it will cost us our fulfillment is a lie. Because the only way to abundant life is through total surrender. So instead of saving our life, we must give it up. It must be fully his to control. 
Now, the world, the flesh, and the devil are going to constantly and adamantly deny that this notion is the case. They're going to insist that we maintain control, but that will be a trap. So we must instead release control to him. Mark 8, 36 and 37. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? I mean, what if a person professes discipleship, but then refuses self-denial? Instead of following Christ in obedience, they set out to gain worldly things for themselves. Well, some of the people in Christ's audience here may have been in this very position. But this is not Christian discipleship. It's a counterfeit. And even if this kind of person were to gain worldly things, which they desire, it would be for nothing. It would be useless. All the riches, all the notoriety, all the comfort, and all the power in the whole world are nothing to the man who faces eternity in hell. If we're to save our lives for ourselves, of what lasting value would they be? For they're but a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. What's done for Christ, however, will last. Matthew sixteen nineteen through 21 tells us, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And so we must treasure that which God treasures, and we must work for that which God tells us to work. Mark 8, 38, back to our text. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed. For when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels... There should be no shame in acceptance of Jesus Christ and of his word in full and total surrender to his lordship because he is sovereign over all creation and it only makes sense for us to follow him with our whole hearts for each of us is going to stand before him one day. How then are we doing at self-denial? Are we taking up our cross? Are we obeying his commands no matter the cost? Are we saving our lives for our own purposes? Or are we losing our lives for his sake? Remember, this is the mandate of discipleship. As Jesus said, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Well, you've been listening to the Take Note podcast. My name is Chris Harper. These few minutes together are brought to you by Harvest Ministries and KHMG on Guam. Our website is khmg.org, khmg.org. And in every episode, we ask you to take note of a theme or topic from the Word of God. Today, take up your cross. My name is Chris Harper. Thanks for joining us.